Hey, we here, guys. We got Big J. Special guest Terry. Where is AP? Where is AP? It's fresh we clean. I said we fresh we clean. He's black, I'm white. Nope. Got it wrong that time. What's up, y'all? What's cracking? What's happening with y'all, man? I hope y'all doing okay. It is Memorial Day weekend, race weekend. If you're here from Indianapolis, it's your boy, the Pied Piper of podcasting, the most electrifying creature of all of podcast radio. It's your boy, Mr. Nate Robinson. With me, as always, is Mr. Clean himself, my dog, BJ. What's cracking with your brother? What's good? We're just applauding for it to be race weekend. <laughs> and this time in Indiana, we're actually talking about cars. It's White Expo weekend. <laughs> it's so white, I don't even like going. <laughs> There's a lot of us out there this year. Well, if I don't, I don't drink, so that's why I was like, you know, I don't like going out there. Because you have to deal with drunk people. Yeah, definitely. I, I can understand. Oh, yeah. So we do have a guest with us. Um, we got the blackest comedian in Indianapolis today. <laughs> This my dog, Mr. Terry Shepherd. What's cracking, Terry? What it do? What it do? <laughs> what it do? How are your boy? My dog, Terry. What's up, Terry? Man, how you doing, man? I'm great. I'm just super blessed to be here. Cool, good, good. Terry has a uh, a show that he does. Also, what what's the name of your show, Terry? Uh, I've been producing a show for my wife and sister called Wine to Me, where they get wine drunk on Wednesdays and. <laughs> I just complain about things that middle-aged white women complain about, <laughs> even though my wife is biracial. So, <laughs> I've watched it; it's hilarious. Uh, Thad was on there. I watched the one with uh, Thad too. That was a lot of fun. That is that. Thad's a good guy. Yeah, he's a definitely. fan. Of the, he's a fan of the show. Yeah, Thad. Shout out to them. Harder brunch. Those cats out there doing numbers out there, man. So, um, it is Memorial Day, and I did not grow up in Indianapolis. I know Nate did. Terry, did you grow up in Indy? I did. So, yeah. like, what does this weekend mean for you guys since you guys were kids? Ain't mean shit to me at all until right. probably, like, five to six years ago. Yeah. Like, when I – the first time I went to Indy 500, I was doing, like, a promo. So I was getting paid, like, 30 bucks an hour just to pretty much, like, show display of, like, cars, like, race cars and shit. So it was like, all right, I needed to be here. And then, like, the very next year, I bartend down here. And it was like, I made a lot of money. So ever since then, I was like, okay, I see why white people gravitate to this event. You know what I mean? So Cause that's we, how I got Because we look at everything. We do. Yeah. Like uh, we went to um, we went to Carb Day, and we walked around and saw every display. I was like, oh, wow, look at that one. That's a 1937 car. That, right. In, instead of like, I was get ripped. No. No. It's it, there's a lot to see though. It yeah. is the White Expo. It is. The white yeah. Expo. All they're missing is like you know free health checks. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, it's the White Expo. And the thing about like the White Expo from the Black Expo is, is like the police are not harassing you out there. Like they're like getting along with you. Like you can get mad at the police, and police be like, hey man, I'm just doing my job. I worked the Black Expo actually. Oh, man, they're like rude to us and we're rude back i don't know it's you know you give what you receive i don't know i know when we get lit and get drunk like that like you know it's just a problem Either we I, fight I like, or shoot, I like the black expo because they have air conditioning Fain yeah that's that. probably the big difference between yeah. uh the white expo and the black yeah. <laughs> expo it's, is it's the air definitely in the convention center yeah, yeah. definitely got ac 
But it gets hot out there too, you know. All I, of us uh, walking around. I remember um, AP and I and uh, Tim Sproles. We actually did. It's on YouTube. When we first started Spuncast, we went to Carb Day 2017 and interviewed people. Mm. Fucking hilarious. Really? We should have did that this year. Like mom and daughters drunk. Oh, yeah. At the same time, trying to pick up dudes. Ooh. It was, it was, it, the, it's actually on the video. It's, it's a little weird. I'm shitty I didn't go this year, man. I swear, man. Terry, I promise. <laughs> if that rain, went, it was like raining. It was. Cats and dogs. And I'm thinking to myself, like, ain't no fucking way I'm about to be out there getting wet with white people. Mm-mm. So as we got there, though, it, uh, uh, it cleared up. And I sent you that picture. I said, it's beautiful out here. Where where are you at? <laughs> I was like, fuck. Because you know a mosh pit's about to start. Anytime rain and mud, white people. Yeah, y'all going to start fighting and nothing. Someone's going to start sliding down something. <laughs> Porta potties can turn over. Morris, Morris Day in the Time, they performed. Oh, they did? Yeah, that was cool. a lot of fun. Cool. I love Morris Day in the Time. Were you out there the whole time? Like, were you out there the whole time? I was the there time? like five or six hours. My sister got blackout drunk, and we had to babysit her and get her home. <sighs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and, and we're like, I'm just drink. I drank some beers. I had some water. I was hydrated. I turn around, and she's gone. And I was like, how did, I asked her the next day, I'm like, how did you get so messed up? You were just drinking these vodka spritzers and she's like oh i was adding vodka to my vodka spritzers oh okay <laughs> she says she that's yeah. that that's carb day right there yep. that's carb day cuz i was watching uh instagram tiktoks uh twitter uh, just watching there was this one lady um looked like she was doing the limbo she was trying to get the porta potty all of a sudden <laughs> she starts leaning back leaning back leaning, and she's gone <laughs> That's what, I saw that video and it looked a lot like my sister But I had to do a double take It wasn't her <laughs> I couldn't imagine getting that blackout drunk Yeah, you in, can't get drunk in, like that In that shit. big of How many people go to Carb Day? I don't know. They said it was 350,000 people this year For the race For Yeah, the I, race. Bet, I bet you Carb Day was at least 100,000 yeah, because yeah, because uh, it's usually well, right. they don't have the stands full of people, so maybe it was yeah. like you know seventy, a lot of people, more so than a what is game. Carb Day like? What is it, is it when they do like do the trial runs? Or yeah, something? it's a practice, practice and stuff day. like that. Yeah, mm, okay. They yeah. used to have carburetors, I think, <laughs> they don't have those anymore. I ain't, and I can see how somebody can get like blackout drunk. Like they put you in this pit area, and it's nothing but like people you you don't see. Everyday basis looking fucking hot, by the way. Like, you might see some females that you work with, like, damn, I ain't never seen her with some short shorts on. God damn. Okay. Ooh, god damn. You see a tattoo you've never seen before. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I see where they t- I see why she always dressed like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You never know what you're going to see out there in Carb Day. AP and his family, uh, or Sproles, uh, who, who um, used to, he was uh, our cameraman or whatever. And he would, they used to go up there. And then they would go camping for the two or three days in the parking lot or whatever. AP used to tell stories that, like, he'd just get hammered and have to go sleep in the car for a couple hours just wow. to sober up. I've been to Carb Day several times. I worked for CBS, and <clears throat> Miller Lite would give us tickets to their pavilion. All the free food and all the drinks you can have. That's beautiful right there. And then we used to get Budweiser and whatever sponsors. We used to be able to get in there and just eat and drink for free or whatever. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, we did have some passes. So my wife works for a, a a large network of hospitals in the city, and one of their vendors gave them passes. So we had city barbecue and drinks, and 
Yeah, yeah I, nice. I understand. I like so you that. Tell, you ain't tell me all that, man. Enough. <laughs> I would have hooked you up. We don't give out all of our secrets right away. You said you got to come. <laughs> you got to show up. Because we want to surprise you when you get there. Like, oh, by the way, we also have this. You're like, what? Why didn't you tell me? Like, you, you know, we yeah. wouldn't surprise you. But wait, there's more. <laughs> just like with the fridge. I didn't want to tell you. I, 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 I just looked at it I like. I was waiting for you to show up. Uh, I'm like, okay, BJ. You know, it's the first thing I'm going to ask. That's why I always bring my water cup with me. Like, Well, because people always ask, like, see, before at the other, people who's been to the other studio um, was my uh, boss's house, one of my bosses, and he was an alcoholic. So he would have 30 or 40 plus beers in his fridge and let people drink or whatever. And then, and then, like, I don't drink, so there's no beer in his house. So I was like, man, I need to at least get some water. Right? Because right. we're like, hey, do you have some water? I'm like, I have filtered water in a cup. Because I felt like, you know, I didn't want to supply everybody drinks because that's that's fucking expensive. Yeah, that adds up. So I bought some Aldi's water, threw it in there. We're good. Hey, baby, that's what you're supposed to do. Walmart water, Aldi's. You gonna get, it's going to get drunk up. I didn't buy any of that gas station water that's sitting out in the sun. Yeah. That's the that's worst. That's the stupidest <laughs> shit ever. Like, I went up there and I told the guy, like, I was like, because I went up because we was, we, I went to a couple of barbecues today. I didn't get invited. Bro, it was like spur of the moment once. It was a couple of, you know, take me back. They hit me up like, hey, what you doing? Barbecue. Okay. I mean, uh, I got like four plates in my damn car. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like right now is graduation parties for all the white people. Yeah. It, it is nonstop. Everybody graduating every day. Somebody new graduate. Eighth grade. Like remember back in the day, they didn't celebrate eighth grade. Motherfucker, you just going to high school. That's it. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> That's it. I don't know, but like I said, is I didn't invite any barbecues today, and I was I'm actually okay with that. I don't like going to other people's houses, and like we were talking about this last night. Like uh, Terry, how are you? If some if if you get like it was your first time over here, but we know each other, right? So I mean, but like when somebody invites you, if your wife's like, "Hey, we're going over Bob's house for for," and you don't know Bob, like I don't like going in that situation. Yeah, Cause, it's cause uncomfortable I, if you don't know Bob. Yeah, I'm not a. <laughs> I've never met Bob. Yeah, I'm not a guy that's going to go right to the crock pot or right to the grill and just start taking stuff off. Right, I always make my wife go like, "Hey, will you give me a plate?" You somebody to ask first. Yeah. Okay. Well, dude, that's just the way I was raised. Like, I have I I had friends growing up that would cover my house, just go right in the fridge, start taking shit out. And my my pops would be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Mm-hmm. I used to do that to all my kids' friends too. I'm like, "Hey, wait, you don't live here." And then they would drink his big reds, and he'd get fucking shitty, and then i have to go buy him a 12-pack. So, yeah. But do you ask when you go over to people's house, or you just dig in? At a barbecue. Who? Shit, man. I'm I'm not asking shit. If you invite me over, that allow, that already lets me know that this food is hey, it's up for grabs, goddammit. As long as there's food up there. Usually any barbecue I go to is always a plethora, like a lot of food anyways. So I don't feel, I just make sure I don't grab a lot. Like I'm not trying to have the guy with the big dumbass plate and ain't bring nothing. Because every barbecue I go to is like bring something at least. I always drop off a bottle or something. But you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not about to grab like big ass plates unless they're like hey we got too much food get what you want then i'm grabbing like two three plates wrapping them bitches up and i always give common courtesy because like i like having uh barbecues at the house or whatever or get togethers whatever and i always tell people like hey just you want to grab a plate take it home and i used to have this one friend that take enough food home for the next three like he's taking slices of cheese out of the fridge that are not open mm. i'm like what 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 are you, what are you doing he's she's like, grocery shopping yeah <laughs> it was a dude <laughs> 
type of shit. He just like he go and grab some cheese slices. Like ah, you know these burgers don't have it on it. I'm like, do you not have cheese at home? <laughs> he was no longer invited over. Because at one UFC fight, we bought like 30 pizzas. It was all of us, uh, me, AP, and one other person. We went and bought Little Caesars. Like, hey, we'll buy 30 pizzas. It's no big deal. 30? That's only 30 bucks at Little Caesars. That's weird. It's cardboard with Because we had 45 people over or something like that. 40, 45 people came over that day. So everybody gets like one or two slices, maybe three. But but then again, a lot of people didn't want to like take more than they should. In the night, we're wrapping up. Like, hey guys, if anybody wants some um, pizza or whatever, take you know, take some home with you. One person grabbed like seven boxes. <laughs> Fat motherfucker. No, he just had that many kids. Damn. I mean, and I didn't. And I didn't care. But I was like, like my inner me. If someone's like, hey, take some pizza home with you, I'm like, ah, oh, no, man, I'm good. Like, thank you, I appreciate it. Little Caesars is always my go-to when the kids would have friends over. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Or birthday parties. Yeah, yeah, everybody got Little Caesars. Yeah, a Little Caesars. That just lets you know, like, hey, your kids ain't shit coming over my house. That's <laughs> what y'all eating, some Little Caesars. Oh, the other, you get some breadsticks. Hell the fuck not. Nah, tear the back of the damn pizza off, <laughs> and that's your breadstick. Uh, when, they're in, <laughs> yeah, when they're in there taking the fucking, uh, like, Totino's pizzas, the real cheap ones or whatever that we get for, because, you know, we have three teenage boys, right? And they got their girlfriends eating the pizza. And I'm just like, I'm like, why is she eating her pizza? He's like, well, she's spending the night. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't mean I'm going to fucking feed her. <laughs> right. I was like, why don't you meet someone? Once you meet a girl that fucking has an eating disorder so you don't eat her food. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Kids don't know. I hate when nice. people waste food. We had this conversation in my house two days ago. I talked to my wife. I was like, hey, I'm tired of them going out to eat, putting food in the fridge, and I got to fucking throw it away. So there's a 24-hour rule. If you don't eat it, I'm going to eat it. You're going to eat it? Yes. No matter what it is? There's there's very few things I don't like. Actually, there was something I ate the other day. Uh, Bar Louie's one of my favorite places. You ever eat Bar Louie? Oh, yeah. I love, I love It's just bar food, right? Yeah. But they uh, he got like Chipotle um, uh, chicken uh, macaroni. Oh, my God. It was fucking mm. way too spicy. So I threw that one away. And then, but... Um, but like other other times, I'll just eat their food and they get mad. I'm like, it's been in there for fucking two days. Like it's going like, I'm like we need to quit being middle class here. I don't like, even give it that long. Like if my wife and I go out to dinner and we bring uh, like a goodie bag home and she's got half her steak left, that next day at lunch, I'm, I'm eating her steak. It just drives me <laughs> insane. Like right now, it's going on 24 hours. There's fajitas sitting in there. 24 hours. The kids hasn't been home in two days, right? Let's, wa- let's warm them up. And I was just like, and then, but my wife yells at me like, "Don't be eating your food." I'm like, and then I go into the the stupid conversation like, "It's my fridge, it's my electricity, so why can I not eat it?" Petty. Yeah, I get petty because I want the food. It's my house. So it's my food. I just hate when people. I hate when people come back and then they don't like. Oh yeah, we went to out the uh, Texas Roadhouse. Like, hey, did you bring anything back for me? Nah, no, nah, we didn't. We didn't know we were gonna be home. I'm like, we have. Fucking phones where you can video each other. <laughs> like, we have Life 360 to show us our GPS, and you don't know where I'm at. You're just talking like that because you're fat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even when I wasn't a big guy, that's a common courtesy. If you're coming home. With food, bring food. Bring yeah. food. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Or ask. Yeah. My- I would always over order. Like, if I go get breakfast at McDonald's and no one's home, I'll order a couple extra burritos or dollar stuff and just say, like, hey, guys, I got extra breakfast at the house. Yeah, I mean that's that's always been common courtesy. I never forget my uncle. He was staying with uh, my dad's brother. He was staying with my uh, with us for like 
the summertime just to make some money. He was working with my dad. Uh, my dad was like the area manager at his job at a restaurant, so he was working there too. So he had brought food on. He had brought Riley's. And me uh, me and my brother over there. And my mom like, you ain't bring nothing for everybody else? And he like, nah. And then he just got out there and started eating. My dad had came came out there and looked at that shit threw his food away and said, now you go grab everybody else something. Don't be coming over here eating that shit in front of us and my kids. Look at me over here looking all homeless looking at your ass. <laughs> I never get that shit. Like, I was like, I don't even remember how get, I remember get that. Get Nate some curly fries. Yeah, he's like, make sure you get some fucking food for everybody. I want everybody. Don't come ever come in here without no food for everybody. And shit, my uncle, ever since, like, my dad scolded him, man. He's been like that. Like, every family reunion, he's always buying everybody food. I'm like, hey, what y'all want? It's like, damn, and my dad put that shit in him, like the fear of that shit in it to him early in life. Oh, yeah, my yeah, my uh, father-in-law came into town, and then, like, I noticed there was leftover pizza. As you guys see, there's leftover beer. Um, we went out to lunch. He picked up the t- tab for that, and then we went out to breakfast on Saturday morning, picked up the ticket for that. I love when he comes to town. And I don't over-order, right? I just order, like, something simple. I was like, hey, I'll just take three tacos or whatever. Um, but I could just see the other kids are ordering whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, you got me fucked up. And then at breakfast, um, I was like, yeah, I'll just take two eggs and five pieces of bacon or whatever. It's 7.30 in the morning. I was like, I don't fucking get up and eat this early. I'll right. take a tomahawk steak, please. <laughs> <laughs> and it needs to be dipped in gold. But it's funny how some people have no um, gumption when it comes to like, hey, we're I'll, I'll pick up the check. And they're just like, okay, I'll take two flame and yawns. Savages. Like, yeah. yeah. And then and then if you like I've been I've picked up a lot of tabs or and, and checks or whatever, I'm just like, you motherfucker. And then they look at you like, What? What's the problem? What do you mean what's the problem? Like you ordered like a ninety dollar steak. Yeah, I'm like that too. Like my, my boss flew a bunch of us out to our corporate office in Dallas and took us out to a steak dinner, some real swanky restaurant and, and uh I've made it a habit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to order one beer, a decent steak, and maybe a little piece of carrot cake or something. Like, I wasn't going to go crazy. I always ask my my owners also in Texas. So he'll take us out. I'm like, hey, what do you recommend, Jose? And he'll be like, oh, this is what I get. All right, cool. I'll get that. Yeah. Even just to fucking know that. Okay. Because you don't want to be that guy in your company like, oh, fucking, you know, Bob. Right. Bob's right. going to run up a $120 fucking tab. Yep. Now, if we go out with vendors... Where it's oh, yeah. all comps. Yeah, that's a different story. My boss was telling me like the steak started at one fifty, and he called me. He's like, "Fuck, what do I do?" And I was like, "Just do what I did. Just ask the person next to you, like, like see what they're getting." Because then you'll go outside and like I smoke a couple other guys, girls smoke. I'm like, I'm like, geez, did you see him get like a fucking three hundred dollar fucking meal? And they're like, "What's well, the big deal? They're going fucking someone else paying for it." And I'm like, "You're always going to that person's always the next one to get fired or laid off." <laughs> But we went to a couple places in Texas like that in Fort Worth or whatever and ate at some places that were just tremendous. But it's weird, though. Like um, The other thing I want to ask you guys, well, besides let's let's finish up covering, did you guys, like I have some people that are friends that are diehard, I have to go to the race. Did you you go to the race? No. No, I've only been like a couple times. It's not I've never been. I've been to the Brickyard because our company sponsored a car, which is totally different. I get it. People listen. It's like, fucking, I get it. NASCAR and whatever, right? But one thing I like about NASCAR more, they give away a lot more free shit. Do they? Mm. Yeah. Um, when we were we had pit passes, I worked for Aaron's. 
So we were actually on the track when they did the national anthem, which was pretty cool. And then we sat right behind them and like right in the pit. But before that, we got to be back by all the drivers' trailers and eat with them and stuff or whatever. And they, I drink monster, as you can see. Like, there's all these monster trailers. Like, hey, can I have a monster? And she's like, I don't take whatever you want. I'm like, what? What do you mean? She's like, I don't fucking care. Like, she didn't say that, but she's like, no, take whatever you want. So, like, I took like 14 monsters and gave them to all the all of our group, and and they were giving out free food, free whatever. Mm-hmm. So it, that one, that was pretty cool. Um, but it was also 120 days that day we went in August. Oh yeah, that's uh, the worst. I was like, I'm leaving. I won't go out to the track when it's super hot. Because, you know, this year I think it was a pretty decent day. The weather was, was pretty nice for May. But, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a big enough fan to go out there. One year I went when I was probably 19. My girlfriend's dad was one of the yellow shirts. And uh, he, had, he parked a utility trailer all the way up to turn, th- turn three, like right on the, the uh, fence. We got on top of the utility trailer. And he said, if any debris comes at you guys, jump off this thing. What? Yeah, and we watched the entire race from that vantage point. It was amazing, <laughs> but we were prepared. Like if you know, there's a wreck or some you know some stuff goes flying to get just get the hell off of that thing. I get paranoid because there's been was it uh, was it Indy one of the tires flew off? I know it's hit been a, some, killed yeah, a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that's. My I think they've. Thing. I mean, they they seem to have really been trying to keep it safer and safer. I mean, those those guys when they have wrecks now, they're still conscious. Like, yeah, they it looks like. There's no way that guy's going to get up. And he's still talking. He's like, hey, guys, come get me out of here. <laughs> right. Come get me right the fuck now. Yeah. Shit. I, um, like I said, is in the fu- other thing about the, the IMS is because everybody always, like, the, the, what was on Twitter was a comparison of the size. Like, you don't understand how big it is. One meme had, like, the moon in there. And <laughs> right. then one meme had the United States in there. <laughs> I saw one with Peyton Manning's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 we, one night, I used to uh, run the, the errands in the Speedway Shopping Center. So I had to fucking deal with the traffic for three days or whatever. But one night, I was like, I want to see what this is all about. So we drove. I guess there's a loop to drive around. That's where, because it comes down um, on the on the west side. On What is that, 16th or is that Georgetown? I think it's Georgetown. Georgetown. Right there. And that's where there's a campground on that side, but that's where all the cars go through and make the loops for the motorcycles. Mm-hmm. took four hours to make that trip yeah. just around. And all it is is, like, people have their cars, um, their fancy cars, and they have their radios up and stuff like that. But it was still the amount of people watching there was fucking amazing. <laughs> we also did the MotoGP. We helped with them, too, get them fridges and stuff. That, I yeah, bet that, that was cool. Was Those cool. guys, I've yeah. Done that too. I've, done that, uh, I've done that thing, too. I can't think of what the fuck I was talking about. Because <laughs> there's only the three MotoGT. Because there's only three races out there, right? Well, it was there's, like a promo. There's MotoGP. There's the Brickyard, and then there's the uh, 500, right? Yeah. Is there like a so the MotoGT? Is that like a the Formula One? No, it's motorcycles. Okay, they have a Formula One race too. I think that they the, do out there. Okay. Because I remember this weekend they said one of the Indy cars went faster than the um, a Formula One car. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, they were. Fly, this is like the fastest. I think they were doing like 246 miles. Could you imagine if they never yeah. broke that up? Yeah. Because uh, you'd have Hamilton and all those people more involved during the 500. And I think with that foreign crowd, you'd have people fly in, like almost like they do for WrestleMania. That's how big it is. I think you'd have, because they said 400,000, but if during the race time, County Infill, it could be close to half a million people. That's insane. Off of one crazy ass, boring ass event. 
Yeah. Now you're literally just watching cars go in circles. Are you mad because not a lot of black drivers? Is that why you're I don't like give that? a fuck about that. Why, what the fuck? Why don't I give a fuck about that? We, don't, we ain't doing like, it because it ain't a lot of our, money in It's that. our last sport we have to win at. Just don't take it away. <laughs> that and bowling. <laughs> what do you think we messed up Tiger's car and he had to drive off a cliff? Yeah, that's the reason why Tiger can't play good because y'all motherfuckers. That's because we induced him to white women. <laughs> Throw the white pussy at him. Throw it! <laughs> I, I did go out to the track one year when I worked for Huntington and we had, uh, they gave us, they gave me some sweet passes and um, Adam Vinatieri was our bartender that day. Wow. <laughs> and just hanging out, telling stories about kicking footballs. And I, I invited this realtor. I had no idea that he used to be a team photographer for one of the race car teams wow and, yeah and so we're just walking around the garages he's like hey come on in here so we go into sarah fisher's you know she's the the car yep. owner we go into her garage we're talking to that that team photographer looking at stuff she walks in hey guys what's up start unfolding all these photos that the guy had taken the day and <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool i'm like all right it's good to know people i had no idea that he had that kind of pull but that was cool and, it, and it's funny, is because everybody everybody don't understand that like how famous somebody is, even though you don't even know who they are, like a photographer or like I don't know some I don't know like even reporters or whatever. You might not know the reporter, but those guys know them. Like hey, and it's just so interesting interesting to me. So, um, it's a good experience, but. Uh, you think Indy would have the fucking 65 and stuff fixed before? You would think. Yeah. No, nah, we always have all these events, and we have to do the construction at the same time to let everybody know we're a big city. Yeah, we're a big city, motherfucker. Even though yeah. it's one way in, one way out. 30, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't don't worry about shit. 465 was like, uh, what was that, Friday? I made sure I was back on the south side, like early, early. They got, they got 465 like headed southbound. Yeah. Like um, passing up like Keystone or not Keystone, but passing up Castleton going into like 56th Street. Yep. It's only like one lane now just to get there. So they, they bunch all the cars into one lane and then it bunches back out. But it's like, why the fuck would you block all the lanes out for everybody to go one lane and then break them all apart? Like what? 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 Right. So they can work on like one piece one of fucking road. Like, are you serious? Like. Motherfucker, no! Like, get the, that's that's the shit I get tired of. Like, what's what's the what's why are we not setting up the parameters of where like traffic is still flowing at a decent rate, but at the same time y'all still getting work done? Like, what what's the what's the fucking hold up? What I don't understand is how how they can grow an ear on the back of a mouse, but every winter we get these entire these big huge holes. That can swallow up your whole car. Like they can't figure out a way hey, to. They do that shit on purpose. They have. They have figured out a way. Actually, uh, AP, who's kind of in the sand and gravel business, he said there is a way, but they won't switch over to it because it's more expensive. And so they, it's cheaper to just every year pay. It seems like we're getting fleeced. But also it's because the, it's also because of the contracts who they have them with. It's just it's kind of like it's not union, but it's kind of like how New York shit gets done. But like, hey, we want to go through. There's a different. They did a test on it. AP explaining it better. But that road withstood everything, like you know, like snow and then plowing it and all that stuff. But it's it's cost more to manufacture than the way that we do it. So it's That's actually stupid. oh, it's con. They actually do concrete and not asphalt. It's actually a concrete based. That's stupid. I mean, they, they, I guess they trying. I guess that's a way to keep people working too. I guess you know what I mean. In a way, but it's still dumb in a bit. But we have roads in ancient part of the world that are okay. 
And we have roads here that are just like after. And I like how they're patching the holes now. They're not doing it level. So it looks like uh, pimples on someone's ass. It's like a smooth. It's just like fucked up tattoos and shit. Like let me get a co- let me get a let me get a cover. Let me get a cover over. Get we have shit. a two like- billion dollar surplus in Indianapolis. Two billion, and it says it's going to go to roads. And wow. that, that's why we got the tax money back because they overtaxed us. Yeah, they got like two hundred fifty bucks. Yep, they overtaxed us. I so. didn't get shit. But we can't get the fucking roads fixed, and they won't use anything towards gas tax either. They could take like 70 cents off a gallon if they wanted to. Man, that's but crazy. Holcomb won't do it. Holcomb deserves to get his ass beat. <laughs> Bitch ass. Holcomb, man, you, if you're listening to our podcast run. right now. Should run, Nate. Use a bitch. Nice. <laughs> We're your exploratory team right yeah. here. I'm gonna run. Yeah. I'm gonna run this shit, win, and then guess what I'm gonna do with the money? Pocket it. <laughs> wow. Generational wealth right there, baby. Creating it. So so someone sent us a question, and I wanna I wanna ask this question. Fuck that question. Next. So, so something from the nineties that you that you guys miss compared to now. I miss TGIF. Did you actually watch that? Yeah. What was your favorite show? Uh, Urkel? <laughs> That's crazy. I like Family Matters and I liked... Uh, I love uh, Family Matters. And uh, what's the other one with Bob What's the name? Bob Saget on there? Full House. Full, Full House. House. Yeah, I love Full House. I love the song. TGIF. I don't... Was a uh, Topanga on there? Boy, yeah, Boy Meets Boy World. Was that one good. of them? Yeah, it was real good, too. I'm a big Topanga fan of Topanga. She yeah. Get it. She get Her it. maximum cover was nice. Yeah. yeah she can get it. Oh, big, thick... Nigga lips. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were that excited. For yeah. I missed. Uh, I missed the no social media. Like I, I like I miss like because like you know I graduated ninety eight. So like all the shit I got away with without anybody being able to really videotape it. Dude, I miss. I miss being able to lie. Because you used to be able to lie a lot more. Yeah, and get away with. Yeah, it. like even if it's a funny lie, like we went to a bar in Louisville. Um, this is in uh, 2001 and, uh, we were eating at this nice restaurant. It was uh, someone's bachelor party and they said, um, what are you guys doing in town? I was like, oh, we're a band. Like, oh really? What's your name? I was like, OAR. Like, oh my God, really? We love you guys. I was like, oh, that's great. And, and we, uh, we, uh, we ate and then someone else came back over like, Hey, they're a big fan of yours. Like, Hey, you guys want us to sign an autograph for you guys? So we signed it and signed it, and they hung it up at the fucking bar. <laughs> uh, see, see, that's not a bad prank, right? No one yeah, got hurt. Great. But you couldn't do that now. They'd no. be like, no, motherfucker, look. There's no fat guy in this group. <laughs> well, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's me before the, before the, that's the, before before the McDonald's. Picture. Before the McDonald's took over. I miss that Life stuff. Life on the road is hard for OAR. <laughs> oh, man. I'm doing bad on OAR. I graduated in 1990. I, I don't know. I kind of miss... All the gangster rap music from back in the day. Or <laughs> what was uh what was the mall in uh, Union Gate. Station? Oh. That they had like a mall in Union Station that was like upstairs and okay. they had like I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's before your time. But they, yeah, they had a mall downtown that was a lot of fun and yeah. Gangster rap. So um obviously I grew up listening to gangster rap. Do you remember the first rap like Tape that you got? I was. Mixed I assume tape. it'd be a tape, right? Yeah, it was probably a tape. Um, Silk the Shocker. Probably Ice T. Um, what was his? Rhyme Pays was probably the first one I bought. I had a second one, OG, that had the original gangster off of. Um, um, I can't believe it. One of my favorite movies. 
um, with Nino Brown, Wesley Snipes. Oh, uh, uh, motherfucker! Talk about New Jack City. Right New Jack City. Right here. This movie right here. No, that that I didn't like that movie. What movie is that? It's above. Let's say above the rim. That's above the rim. Yeah. above the rim. Yeah, above the rim. I wasn't. I just didn't like it. You killed Bernie Mac. What the fuck? And he <laughs> um, had to go. The New Jack City soundtrack was pretty awesome. Yes, yeah. it was. Living in the city. In, in the city. Boom, boom, boom. And then they boom, they're coming in there. Help me, Scotty. I'm going to die. I was yeah. poor white Chris trash Rock. pookie. <laughs> yeah, that white guy, he, could, he was not. Judd he was on 10 the whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck that. He couldn't, like, he was not emotional ever. We're going to find him. He's not a good actor. He's not very good. Because, I mean, that was one of his first roles. I remember him after Breakfast Club. I know he did other roles, but I was like, oh, dude, that's fucking Judd Nelson from Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. The uh, Mine was uh, Public Enemy, the Yo Bum Russia show. Oh, I know yeah. it wasn't Gangster Rap, but that was the first one that I had. That was a great album, too. And then I had, uh, and then um, I remember getting Easy, Easy Does It. We like want Easy. Yeah. Hey, yo, easy. easy. Come off those piano for a minute. Uh, the, I remember though. I just remember um, so much gang, gangster rap. Like I, I bought so much stuff that even some of it was just trash. Like I just it have, if it had parental virus on it, I would go to Karma and buy it. Yeah, and yeah. I would play it, and I was like, God, this is kind of terrible. But they're saying pussy a lot. That's right. Too short. I, I yeah. used to like his his stuff before he even hit big with like life is too short he had like two or three albums that i bought that were just blow job, a song blow job, job betty, betty. <laughs> yeah, like, and i just remember it's because not all of all of our friends in a, in a small white town their parents would let them have it uh-huh and then i just remember we would sit around and just play it for each other and it was just uh, it, it was it was fun but and then cds came out and then karma would allow you would pay 16 dollars and you'd return and get like eight dollars and then I would use that towards the next the CD. CD. So I just kept buying over and over and over. My um, I found my Walkman a few years ago, and it still had Redman the Muddy Waters in it. Mm-hmm. So that's the only lot because I got I got rid of all my tapes, and then I saw my CD somewhere. But I got that's the only tape that I still have is Redman Muddy Waters. Because you're a big hip hop guy, right? Yeah, I, I used to be really big into hip hop. Now I just I'm a fan of music, but doesn't matter. It and it's hard now because I think. You go back and now like music is, I don't know what's good. Like, like I, when we, when we, there on Thursdays at chicken and chuckles, I go to Apple playlist and I'll go through and play like the new hits or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. Mm-hmm. I think it's like what's relatable to you at the time. So, you know, when you're a teenager and gangster rap music is a thing and you're kind of got a lot of built up angst and, and then as you get older, you know, you change, then your taste change and then. You're like I can't relate to that. Like I don't, you know, I if I have to call the cops for something, I don't want to be like, "Hey, fuck you, man." <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. This is an HOA. Can you help me, please? Can you help me? Some guys is trying to break into my garage. <laughs> the because uh, mine went from gangster rap to like Tribe Called Quest to um, like Black Moon, like a lot of stuff like that, more lyrical stuff that I was just talking about, and De La Soul, The Roots. And stuff like that. So that's what I started listening to at more than like Snoop Dogg and Dre and then um, even Tupac. And then because I got into Biggie late because I was just felt like it was like you see these the flashy videos in MTV. And I was like, I really just don't like this. 
And then everybody gets back like, you're not a big Biggie fan? I was like, no, he's great. But I always debate if Tupac and Biggie didn't die, I I don't know how many people would actually have them in their top five. Who would have? Yeah, because they would have fell off. I mean, they would have eventually been surpassed. Yeah. I mean, because right now Jay-Z obviously is is still alive. But if Jay-Z had died right after the Black Album, like he would be like, he'd be the number one dude. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that that's that's where people get mad because death brings success to people. I know it sounds weird, it does. Like Jim Morrison, for example, in The Doors, like the, right. the movie The yeah, Doors. If, if they would have, if he would have got to continue and like make horrible music and then be like, <laughs> right, and then, which some of it, the Doors music was kind of horrible too, but still, they had some pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I just loved how they used that type of piano. I love that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Because I really love them, and I also love Steely Dan, which I don't know if Nate knows who Steely Dan is. Nope. You Never. don't know any Steely, Steely Dan, Dan, Nate? Mm-mm. Wow. I'm black. Dude, what's that? Uh, go. It's jazz. Yeah, okay. I was all jazz music. Steely Dan is kind I, of I like probably, a... I probably can... I probably listen to some of his songs and didn't even know it was... Yeah, you... What's the one about it's Get not, Your Black Cow and... It's it's not him. It's the name of the band, the, Steely Dan. The, you know the original name for Silly Dan was? A bad jazz band. Oh, for real? And you know who was in it? Huh. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Oh, wow. Oh, yep. man. He was, R.I.P. So, so. Did you say R.I.P.? Yeah, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase ain't dead? He ain't dead. No. <laughs> Chevy Chase is dead. We all look alike. I mean, eventually, he, I mean. Hold on. His, career, Chase ain't his dead? career's dead. At one time. So somebody's gonna oh, be listening sure to this, and, Damn, and they're gonna be like, "Yeah, Chevy Chase is dead, but probably not any times." His career's dead. I mean, yeah. I remember. Yeah, he did play in that one movie. But I thought he died. No, it's that one fat guy that's in the movie that died. Chris Farley? No, nah, the other fat guy, the one before. Dan Aykroyd? Yeah, he's not dead. No, nah, not him, motherfucker. Uh, let me stop. Cause you're just gonna keep naming motherfuckers. I'm like, yeah, he. John died. Candy. John, John Candy, Bel- yeah, John Candy. John Belushi. Belushi. Those were two big guys that did die. Okay, yeah, well, one of them, too. Okay. Know, whoever was in Vegas, vacation, whoever died. That was John was Candy. It. Okay, yeah, him. He was Car- Chris Farley before Chris Farley. He was the OG Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah. Because Uncle Buck Chris was Chris Farley shit. got in there. Uncle Buck was pretty amazing. Uh, trains, planes, and automobile, great. Were you a fan of John Candy, Yes. Nate? I loved his movies. I'm saying, I remember him like as a kid growing up, like all his movies. This is Steely Dan, for those wondering. White followers, like, oh yeah, here we go, yeah. My mom didn't like this kind of music, I loved it. 1972, this came out. I was seeming. <laughs> This is music I used to play when I got really high. I get really high and just turn on the whole CD. Coke high or what? I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> because you just sit there high and keep going. I can't play guitar, but you just be like. But one of my buddies uh, played this for him uh, in high school, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, oh, shit. And we were high. I was like, all right, before I buy the CD, I got to make sure I'm sober. So I bought it, and I was like, wow, this is really good. I remember one of the first albums I listened to, like really high, was uh, <laughs> "Black Mafia Life" by Above oh. the Law. Oh my God! Yeah, I know that one. Nate probably doesn't know this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, this is before your time, but you're gonna have to check it out. I'm gonna send you a link to it. Above the Law. Yeah, and there were so many like, 
the the music, you know, you know, you have 64 tracks for a reason, and I think it's like how high you can get to listen to every single track at the same time. <laughs> and I just kept hearing, what was that? Black Superman was probably the the one big hit from that album. Yeah, play play that. Hang on, I already, I'm already one step ahead. Underlay. I know you wasn't in your. I know that cold caused something out of your life, Jesus. huh? I'm gonna go to school and be. I hit the loop juice. It pulls up in the deuce. He gives me the scoop about the fake ass oh, yeah, truth and how niggas smoke. out there wanna play. This is off Ruthless Records too. Way, and then I blast away. How far, player? Far enough to go off the edge. I push another nigga off the ledge. So hey. I stumble as I slide to the ship. Yeah, my eyes kinda teary and gun kinda heavy. I'm a walking dead man, is what they call me when I'm coming. Got the big S on my chest. So I'm kinda gunning high powered on my way to the west side. To check up on some chickens, it's a hell of a drive. So drive on. Yeah, I got another one for you right here though. Okay. Yeah, I know about this one. Wake right your punk ass, ass up for the 93 shot. I know about MC this. She ain't in a motherfucking house. G. All of us white kids are saying G. G. We won't be like, what's that? I don't know. G. It's back when people in Compton would say, yeah. yeah. What's my niggas? G. Yeah. A fucked up childhood is what the way I am. It's got me in the stick where I don't give a damn. He was great in men's society. He's the first person I ever heard kind of get some snaps on the Petra. And I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. And then I watched it when I was a little bit older. Like, he needs gas money. Uh, can you guys give me some money for gas? <laughs> right. I got some snaps on the Petro. Oh. And I was like, why is he saying Petro? And I realized Petro is in what they say in England. And I was like. That's it's fucking creative. I think I could be a translator. <laughs> I could be. I could be a translator. I know. I, like his airplane. I speak jive. <laughs> I speak jive. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I speak all that shit. I could translate all that shit. <laughs> I want you to like, work. man. That nigga Freddie said he needs forty dollars till next Saturday. <laughs> but it was like even that uh, straight up menace. It was like. I bought the whole CD. Compton's most wanted was the band or whatever, or the group. Terrible. The rest of it was fucking terrible. Was it? Yes. Yeah. I bought it for one song, and, and like uh, he, Nate and I were having this conversation on another show. It was like he used to go buy fucking the whole CD the and whole like, album. This is, yeah, and then they would suck you in, spend two bucks to get this the single or what? Oh man! And then the album come out. Like what the fuck? Right. I should have just stuck with the single. And yeah, I was a DJ too back in the day, and I would have these like just trays of <laughs> single cassette tapes. Yeah, you know, and I'd have to pile into my uh, Toyota Celica hatchback and just shove all the stuff in the back. Now you can just put it all in a lap. So you look laptop. like Bilal on House Party. Trying to find the fucking right shit. So, so like House Party was one of my favorite movies growing up. Like, what was some of your favorite movies growing up? Mm. Because I love, I'm a movie dork. The Mac. Really? I love the Mac. Yeah, that was my shit. All I want is the money. <laughs> <laughs> he just passed away, didn't he? Yeah, uh, he just passed away like earlier this year, man. That was R. a really P. good movie. Yeah, it really was a good He was like, uh, what you got, $7 on? What did he say, 7 Motherfucker, can you buy can that? Can you buy that? <laughs> Next time you hear grown folks talking, shut the fuck up. You know, I really like, like, it, it made me like, oh, I want to dress nice. You know, it had me at everything except 
the whole uh, trafficking, human trafficking part of it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, he didn't recognize that part. <laughs> See, baby, it's going to be all right. You know what I mean? I'm going to take, take you around the world. See, that's the part I, I try to mac up on. So I'm like, man, like for a minute, I'm like, man, if I can just talk smooth like that, I have all the bitches. So I like really apply, like watch the mac like every day, just picking up little catch line, you know, lines and shit, trying to use them on females. It's like, oh, okay, I hear you and shit. Then as I got older, it was like, nigga, that's the Mac. I like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I love The Last Dragon. Like, I fucking just love who's Show the, enough. Show, show enough. enough. He came up there with the... <laughs> Come on, you motherfucker. As, he always called motherfucker. He, he put some emphasis in that shit. Yeah. Motherfucker. Oh, it was, it was just... I it love was, the shoulder pads yeah. that he had. <laughs> who's the, the master? Show enough. So like uh, I remember during our like basketball game, like people would bring signs and like we we were really into and, like who's the master? They have show enough and like our parents like what the fuck you know that like yeah that movie's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I don't know like that one. I loved Meteor Man until um, oh, yeah. was trash. <laughs> till Bill Cosby. Trash. Who was in Meteor Man? Was uh, a fucking what's the name? Uh, the Wayans? Bill, Bill, Co- no, Bill uh, Cosby Bill was in it. And uh, what's the guy's name? Um, the star of it? Uh, I can't think of his name right now with the mustache. God. Uh, Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend. Yeah, Robert Townsend. Townsend. He and was then, making all those movies back then. And then, then also though. had, um, wow, he's. It did he, have one of the Wayans in it. Yeah. He was also in the Marvel movies. I can't think of it. He plays um, War Machine or War, whatever. Don, Don Cheadle. Cheatham? Yeah. It was just a, it was a funny movie to me. Um, Porky's was one of my childhood favorites. I'm gonna get you, sucker. I like that one. I like the Chris Rock part when he's trying to go sit there. He's like, man, much, I need how much for a rib? One <laughs> <What>? rib. <laughs> he put out that meat roll. How about, how <laughs> yeah, about a coke? Yeah, sip a coke. Just now, pour it, pour it in my hands. <laughs> now they're showing the t- on TikTok. They're showing the 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 part where the karate guy gets where he takes on all the cops. Oh uh, yeah, like I remember that part where he got like a. Uh, he shot himself up like a motherfucker, and he still lives. Yep. <laughs> My favorite is when he gets out of uh, when old boy uh, Huggy Bear gets out of prison, and he has the goldfish in his shoes, and then he he does the uh, my bitch better have my money. I would like to read a little poetry for you. <laughs> I like that part when he not goes. half, not some, but all of my money. <laughs> I like that part where he snubbed his toe, and he's like, "Man, look at my—I fucked my toe up." Throbbing. Your pants like damn. He's looking like damn. There's so many. There's I don't know. Like there were so many movies back then that like you can't really make now. But then again, like if you go through and look at uh, like Super Bad was over the top, which was great. There's a few other ones, but like you go back and watch the '80s and '90s movies, they were fucking just. Some of them were. Awful. Like I watched American Pie for the first time in like fifteen years. Like this movie's fucking terrible. It's terrible. But when you when it was when it first came out, it was great. Like these guys are genius. There's very few movies. Like I went back and watched a lot of movies from my childhood and like this is dog shit. Man. I was like over the top Sylvester Stallone was an arm wrestling movie. Oh yeah. It, it all you have to do is like pull your hat. Turn backwards. it around, it's like a truck. Yeah. You know, this is like my spark plug. <laughs> My dad, my real dad was a truck driver who left, so I was like, oh, and he's trying to find his kid, and I was like, I wish my dad would do that. So. <laughs> I wish my dad would have done that for me. And I asked my dad, I was like, do you arm wrestle? And he's like, what? I was like, never mind. But then he wins a new truck. Lincoln Hawk was his name. He had the greatest name ever, That's Lincoln a cool name. Hawk. 
And then I went back and watched. It's like this movie's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, there's not too many that like stand the test of time. And I was like, time, fuck, I think. fuck truck drivers. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, he was a truck driver. Lousy motherfucker. Yeah. The uh, now Cobra is a great movie. Swiss alone. That's so awful, but it's good. Mm. Oh, it was that the one where he walked around with the the yeah. match in his mouth the whole time He's and like, then. Hey, dirtbag. Yeah, and he would just take it out to say something, yeah. like a deliver a line, and then Bridget, the match. Back. The young Bridget Nielsen in that movie. She was hot back Ooh. in the day. Yeah. Oh, you remember uh, Naked Gun? Yes, that was. The- oh man, that's that. OJ, man. <laughs> oh, that was a movie, man. Like, like, I didn't understand. I, I didn't understand literal humor. I was young, but then now I'm older. I'm like, dude, or not? Yeah. Um, and then everything kept happening to OJ. <laughs> it kept dragged by <laughs> cars right like that. Kept hitting, hitting shit. <laughs> Don't, and then like Airplane was a great movie. Blazing Saddles is one of my. That's my favorite movie of all time. Is Blazing Saddles. How about uh, Rocky Love Emily, Rocky Love Emily, uh, Three Ninjas. That was my shit. Never watched it. Oh, you never watched it? I was a kid then, so I, no, I no, that, a lot that, of that's kid what I'm movies. saying. I was a little bit outside of yeah, when I was a kid. A kid movies. Uh, Philadelphia was horrible with tight with uh, what's name in there? <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh my God! I went on a date, like a first date with a girl, and I said, "Hey, what you want to go see a movie?" She's like, "Yeah, let's go see Philadelphia." I'm like, "Really?" See and that it, shit. And it was like at the dollar. Remember Cinemark, yeah, oh, the, the dollar, dollar movies? Yeah, uh, <laughs> East Washington hey, that spot used to be cracking. So we go and and the movie. I like I fall asleep, you know, because it's summertime. It's air conditioning, and I fall asleep. And then I wake up at the end when you know the movie's over and everybody's clapping like, "Oh, it's a great." And I'm like, "Oh, I guess it's time to clap now." <laughs> like something I'd good like, happened. Yeah, man, that shit was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a hard one to transition to a hand job during that movie. Yeah, it, yeah, that it was a show. Any bodily fluids during that movie? They're not. Yeah. You know. Yeah, she's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't want to get so butt sex is out of the way. Out of, out of, <laughs> out of the picture. Yeah, come on. I mean, that movie was like it, it was. It was good. It was good, but yeah. it was like that. People don't understand. Like, oh, America wasn't like that. I'm like, have you met America? Yeah. Oh, America was a hundred percent like that. Now they're saying monkeypox. Uh, one of the the Congress ones basically saying it's gay sex. Uh, monkeypox is from gay sex. <laughs> I saw that. I saw it's like, is, that <laughs> is that all we do? during those like blame it on like right? either black people or. I gays. saw that. It was like, yeah, it, it looked like it started in a bathhouse in Europe. <laughs> Like, oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I'm safe from. Right, I, I'm Mark safe from monkeypox today. They're like, all right. So we blame COVID on Asians. <laughs> right. Who we got? Who we got? Who's up? Who's up? All right. Up? Back to the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I think up next is what's up next. So we just had another mass shooting. All right. So it's time for black people. It's getting summertime. So it's time for a cop to kill one of us here coming up. God, we need to. We got to get the attention off the white cops. Yeah, something we gotta <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> the they, fuck? I mean, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. Like it's Memorial Day. Like I don't. It's just the more I read about it, it's just even more fucked. It's like a bad movie. Like this didn't really happen. Like people are just pulling their own kid out, and the FBI had to go by the cops to get in. Yeah, the cops were just like, "Oh, we're not. Uh, we're not trained for this. Let me get my kids first. Yeah. <laughs> you guys stand back." Stand back. I'll get mine. I just, go got get off, I, uh, I just got off duty. Oh, okay. Cool. And this is fucking Texas that everybody shoves everybody down Everybody has our a gun throat. in Texas, though. They shove it down our throat. Yeah. They're like, hey, let's just give guns to teachers. Like, But you just blame the teachers for indoctrinating right. them. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. Man. But don't give them to the kids. Don't give them to the teachers that are, you know, preaching, hey, treat all the kids equally. Yeah. <laughs> Not those teachers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, is 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 uh, Brian is one of my closest friends, and uh, she's a teacher. And I talked to her, and she was just, I was just, I was like, "You're fucked." She's like, "Yeah, I know." Like, I there's there's nothing right or wrong that we can do. One, they 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 attack their budget at one point. And now they do this and do that. Be like, so what? The problem is we have these doors that don't lock. <laughs> All right, Ted Cruz, lock the doors. Ted, Ted, go to. Go to one of the parents who died and tell them that, like, hey, you know. No, we could have locked the door. You should have locked your door. But motherfucker, this is Texas. Like, you know, the Rangers are here. Like, you guys, you know, the famous Rangers. And you got fucking fat fuck and fat fuck junior that won't go in. Well, it was just like in Walmart a few years in El Paso where the guy shot up the Walmart. And I'm like, I thought everybody in Texas was armed. How could they let that happen? Right, man. Yeah. I, I tell you what, it yeah, wouldn't happen at the Beach Grove Walmart. No. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you go over there on uh, Lafayette Road over there. <laughs> right, that would not near Fifty Six and Lafayette. Yeah, nope. nope, that ain't happening. There's no mass shootings going on at the Beach Grove Walmart or the Lafayette Road Walmart. <laughs> that's for sure. We, I mean, that that's the whole thing. We just need more black mass shooters. They wouldn't even make it in the door. But wow. if they're white, they let them go in for 30, 45 minutes. Like, play around a little bit. I think if we had more black mass shooters, there would probably then be more gun laws. They're yeah. like, okay, wait a minute. Let's rethink this. The NRA, the NRA would be like, whoa, wait a minute. We oh. were wrong before. God, where's I have to find this video. We're going to watch it, but it's it's the funniest. Um, you guys, if you guys have seen it, but this is the funniest uh, NRA thing I've ever seen. It's it's a It's a spoof, but... Um, I'm trying to find. Oh, okay, Let's see if we can find us the parody. Uh, yep, here it is. Give me a second to make sure that, that I made a new coloring book for the NRA. I posted it on my Instagram. <laughs> I'm looking on you right now. <laughs> Longer day. I hate fucking ads. Won't you just get an ad free? Because I'll forget to pay it or something, and I have ads. That's again. the worst shit ever. The only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a fourth grader with a gun. <laughs> That's the new NRA Whoa. <laughs> slogan. Thank you for all the fallen kids <laughs> in order for us to keep our guns. That's what I saw. Like, and I was like, oh my god, like it's just terrible. I'm not even laughing, but I was like, it, that is fucking terrible. So I, if it wasn't for the sacrifice of uh, grade school kids, we would not be able to have these rights. Right. All right, we're going to play this. Um, this is one of my funniest things I've ever seen. The Constitution does not decree the right to keep and bear arms. It says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The NRA believes that America's laws should be obeyed. And we will defend the right to bear arms by any means necessary. <laughs> we will not be docile for our oppressors. Right. That's that's right. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're with the NRA? Yes. Yeah. Is there a problem? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, of course not. The NRA thinks that everyone should have guns. Yes, all my brothers should have guns. And we will not rest until we are roaming the streets heavily armed. Absolutely, absolutely. How many brothers do you have? Our numbers grow daily with every hate crime or case of police brutality. Good, 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 good. Why do you want to own guns again? It's my right. Right, right. 
The Second Amendment also mentions a well-regulated militia. <laughs> we have a well-regulated militia. <laughs> do you? <laughs> where, where do you live again? That sounds like a background check. <laughs> no, 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 no. We would never do anything like that. Background checks are... Um, uh, An invasion of privacy. <laughs> right. A right is a right. It doesn't have to be justified. Correct? That's right. Absolutely. And it is my right to defend myself against the racist government. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. The government for sure overreaches and we hate them. But they aren't racist. No, I wouldn't go that far. You would if you came from where I come from. <laughs> yeah. Where is that again? I'm from the land that enslaved my ancestors. Right, right. All right, okay. Let's just show a little bit of control with the gun. Gun control is not necessary. <laughs> what we need is gun education. You see, this trigger right here, the slightest pressure from my finger, I could send enough bullets to rip your body in half. Best not to be too cavalier with this, son. It could kill someone. Yeah, guns can kill. So can knives. What, you gonna try and take away my knives, too? Yes. <laughs> what do you need that thing for? Hunting. Hunting season is over, man. That depends on who you hunt. Who you're hunting? Was it? You said who. Yeah. Is it who you're hunting or what who, you're hunting? Who are you hunting? What did I say? You said who. I said who. Just now? You definitely said who. <laughs> you said who. From my cold, dead hand. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Hi, I'm Raphael from College Humor. So that's, that made me laugh so much when I first saw it. They're like, gun rights, and the black guy shows up. Yeah, me and my brother's like, where where, where do you yep. live at? <laughs> if like, you oh. look at the like the history, I think Reagan, you know, it wasn't until like the Black Panthers started arming themselves, and then California was like, oh, wait a minute, we need to clamp down on these gun laws. Mm -hmm. yep. I'm telling you, man. Uh, the brother's got guns now. Oh, okay. Yep. The brother's got guns now. <laughs> No, it, it it's ridiculous. Like we 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 are represented Lucky by cowards. Munchies. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're just like they're not They're not like made up of regular people. That's no. for sure. No, I mean if you look at the average senators, they're w worth millions and millions of dollars, and then they all went to the NRA thing, and they're like, no guns. Trump right. speaking. Oh, why, why can't you bring in guns? <laughs> right. Wait well, a minute. I thought his, we could shit, for yeah. his safety. And then the motherfucker starts to dance at the end, and he reads off the name like. Michael Lopez Lopezer, and he just couldn't speak the name. He fucked up like half the names of the kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Like we want to mourn the loss of. This is why we should have built a wall. I just thought that's that's. I was waiting for him to say that because they're all oh, Hispanic he, names. I he didn't say that. No. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm just waiting for him to catch a hot mic. Like fuck these kids. Right. Fuck them kids. The parent, you know, it's just funny as it's Texas. I spent couple years in texas on and off working and most people in texas are great people yeah. maybe they really really are but like when people are not afraid to go around and shoot people in texas and they're like fucking texas like uh oh like what are we gonna do now i don't know like could you imagine that pr meeting i'm getting together like all right who can we blame this time <laughs> we're gonna blame mental health no we did it on alaska yeah fuck man we're gonna do well, what do he do? Well, he on his 18th birthday he went bought bought all this stuff. On oh, 18? Like you can't smoke a cigarette till you're 21 in Indiana. But 18, you can go do that. Yep. Tobacco is bad. 30 rounds, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, we have a right to be able to travel freely. Mm -hmm. 
Really, we gotta but, have a right to get the gas prices back down. Exactly, but but you know, still you gotta like register your car. You gotta like go to make sure you, you get a license. You gotta like come on. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, because think about it, if a cop pulls you over, he's just like. Well, here's the other thing is in Indiana, I don't know if they do this in other states, the cop pulls up behind you, he, he just runs your plates no matter what. Yep. No one talks about that huge evasion of privacy, right? You got to register your car. You have to get a license. You have to have insurance. Well, theoretically, you have to have the insurance. Inside 465, it's optional. I know some people, <laughs> yeah. most of them don't have insurance. But, and then you have to, um, you have to register everything. Man. I mean, think about it. You have a social, social security number, right? Yeah. I mean, if I, I mean, get, I I don't, but you guys probably have one. I mean, if I give one to you <laughs> and be like, "Hey, give me like with what you do, your job or whatever," like yeah. it's just access to everything. Yeah, that's I how I look at people's yeah. credit. And all yeah, that stuff, the, yeah, and then other like, "Oh, that's an invasion of privacy." I'm like, do you not realize if you have a smartphone, your phone get, is an invasion of privacy? They re-signed the uh, the act, the Patriot Act, so they can just still go on your phone whatever they want. Oh wow! So or the Information Freedom Act or whatever. And people like, um, I seen this last night. They're like, well, what about my rights? I'm like, well, you can go to my case and s- see if you're getting divorced and see if you got a speeding ticket, see if you've been arrested. Mm-hmm. Most shops do a background check to work there and a drug test, but no one throws a fit like, that's an evasion of my rights. No one says a word about it. Hey, I, I actually, I, I have a gun. Like, I, I'm, I'm a big. I, I've, I've owned guns. Yeah. yeah. It's not, I'm not against it. I'm I not against think, it. I just think you might maybe have to. So, my next door neighbor, uh, his name was Jacob Laird. He was a police officer that was shot in the line of duty by a guy who was insane. And he had his guns confiscated and was able to go back and get them. Still, at, like at the, his mom was like, no, he shouldn't have these. And within a week after getting his guns back, he shot up his whole neighborhood. What? My neighbor was the first guy on the scene. And he shot and he shot and killed him. And now there's a law, a red flag law in Indiana named after him. Something about HOA will bust your balls for right for having a little mold growing on the side of your house. Yeah, that's a fucking bullshit. <laughs> but you can like, and like I said, it's one of my best friends has an AR, and I've shot it. I have no problem with it. That, that's not what I'm saying. Is what I'm right. saying is is like, fuck. You just you know you just not, and it's it, but but when we start blaming other people, like yes, that the certain people should not have access to certain guns, right? It's just the same way certain things people will take away their. Uh, you know, if you fuck up and drive a lot, they're going to take away your license to drive. Uh, insurance won't cover you. Uh, if you don't pay your cell phone bill no, and they run your credit, you're not going to be able to cell phone or a house or whatever. Like, there's just... Only guns is the only thing. Like, hang on, guys. Hang right. on. Wait a minute. Hang on. But a bank won't give me a loan, but I can still pay the rent for nine years straight. But it doesn't really factor into buying a house, right? No one really flips out about that, which that's that'd be a cool thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's my point. Whatever. Fuck those kids. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, like I said, was um, I my two of my sons graduated. I have one more to go, and I was just like, AP uh, has like small kids. Like I'm fucking just fucking terrifying. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, my my youngest she she graduated like her last couple years in school went went to like online school just because you know they hated going to school, hated the kids and. I don't know. And also, they, they were a little intimidated like by all the stuff they got to put up with at school. Yeah. And then, you know, and then the, and people like being bullied is a rite of passage. I'm like, eh. to a certain extent. Right. Like, like it, it's not, um, 
it's not like okay to like drive a kid to the point of insanity beating his ass every day and but i think the teachers do a lot better job of that too so i remember getting hazed by a football player that was like much bigger than me like my freshman year and uh shoving me into a locker in the gym <laughs> yeah it was a lot of fun and i was like what i didn't do anything like i was just standing there and he just like oh this is an easy target fast forward like about i don't know 12 15 years that I'm at the gym working out. This guy was like, hey, man, can you give me a spot on the bench press? And I was probably bench pressing a good 400 pounds at the time. And I was, I looked over at him, and it was that kid. And I was like, oh, I just want to, like, just, just hold it down. <laughs> just hold it push, down. Push, <laughs> push. You. you got this. And just, like, put all my weight into it. No, and, and, then, and then, I mean, and that and the hazing's gotten weird. Like, there was a, what was it, in Carmel, where they were sticking fingers up kids' asses? What? <laughs> that was a few years ago where people got arrested for that. And they're like, oh, that's just hazing. I'm like, right. where? In yeah, that's prison? rape. <laughs> right? That's prison hazing. Like, what group of boys did I'm like, hey, you know what would be funny? What? Let's, let's get Bob back here and stick our finger up his ass. I remember that. Yeah, because the kid was kind of like yeah. special needs kid. Yeah. And they decided, hey, let's, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. I, that, I mean, that's, I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think I ever got hazed. I mean, got pants. Once I got choked out in weight training class, and they wanted to see if like it really work, and so he put me in a real naked choke, and I just passed out and hit the brick wall. So it works. And I yeah, oh, shit. worked really well. I woke up and looked at him. I remember the kid's name, and he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god." He's like, "I didn't. I've never done that. I didn't know if it, I was like, why did you do it?" He's like, "Oh no, I was like, could have killed me." He's like, right. "I know." Well, when you were when you're a kid though, you don't necessarily think things through. You're you know, pretty impulsive. Yeah, I just remember that's the only time I've, like, I just remember vividly, like, oh, my lights are going out. I'm just small, and, and then it was during what conditioning. But, I mean, I mean, it was 7 in the morning, 6 or 7 in the morning. We had to be there and work out and run during the fucking summer. No wonder people want to kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how it turns to rape, because it was a basketball team oh, that shit. did in Carmel. Yeah. I'm like, hey, we had a tough loss. Let's violate someone's <laughs> anal cavity. I don't know where is this going. <laughs> yeah, where is this going? That's a white school. <laughs> That's like, what happens when you put in a bunch of fucking roundabouts. And, 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 and I don't think I'm going to fuck with this conversation. Well, that's, <laughs> I'm put, out. If you put in a bunch of roundabouts, that's what happens. <laughs> fucking drives people insane. So the uh, well, we hit uh, the um, we hit where our hour. So like I said, is uh, Memorial Day. Is there any? Do you think holidays have basically just died down? Holidays, I would say it depends on like the family. I feel like everybody's just by looking at everybody's social media and stuff like that. A lot of people were hanging out. I mean, hell, I would. I just don't think people hang out with their families no more. Like they hang out with other people. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you got in laws coming in town. You got other family. You got friends. I feel like a lot of people like our age might hang out with more of our friends that are more accustomed to how we party versus our family. Like. Or we're more into just doing multiple things at one time. We might go to one party here, party here, or we might start off with our family and then go to different parties. But close it down. Yeah, you got to be able to close it down somewhere lit. You know what <laughs> I mean? And then take the very next day off work, recover, or like me, work from home and just recover while you're on the clock. There you go. That's how, that's how I do it. it. That's how I roll. Yeah, that's how I roll, baby. Yeah, my sister had a uh, had us over family gathering for. She she just bought a house with a pool. 
So we're gonna nice. have some pool parties. Oh Nate, man, that's, you guys, that's lit right you there. You guys, you have to come over. Yeah, it's lit, man. I think that's we're gonna lit. have a big 50th birthday bash for me over there. So we we'll probably have to have a big cool. That's that's lit. I like that. I like that. Man, we'll go in there and do a moonsault in that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, the first year, like last year, she opened it for just a couple months, and she said, "Don't dive off that diving board. I don't know how." It, yeah, yeah, like 30. the paint's <laughs> peeling on it. <laughs> We've just used that. That like I all day yesterday was diving off that thing. It's not. It's fine. It's holding up. Right, right. It's twenty years old, but it's still holding up. That's what's up. So hey, Terry, man, we got you on the podcast, man. You've been doing comedy here for a minute. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, I'm just right at three years now. Three years, man. Yep. I feel like you're making a, a nice headway. Uh, you're you're also versatile. I've noticed. Like you do shows. You do multiple shows. Black room, white rooms. What rooms do you prefer, or do you have a preference on what you do? I don't. I don't think I have. I just. I like to perform. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's as long as I'm in a room and people are having fun and enjoying it. It doesn't really matter to me. Gotcha. Now I think and a lot of times, like I think I heard this a couple weeks ago. Somebody mentioned, maybe Josh Springer or somebody mentioned that they feel freer in black rooms. Mm-hmm. And I think I agree with that. Just because, you know, they don't. Uh, if it's funny and it hits, then they're gonna let you know. And if not, like they're just not as reserved. Yeah, I've noticed. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like yeah. with black rooms, I mean, you know, I feel like with black rooms, they'll let you know if you're funny or not, or they'll let you know if they're fucking with you, you know what I'm saying? Like, their applause, like, they, like, you know, some white rooms, they'll give you that little petty laugh, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're a little bullshit, but, like, black rooms ain't give you none of that, like, it's just silent, like, yeah. you ain't gonna hear shit. So, you have any comedy influences that, you know, got you started doing comedy? Yeah, I think, um... Like as a kid, I really liked Steve Martin. Okay. Yeah, it was. I, I remember having like his album. Uh, Bill Cosby had an album out. Like the Steve Martin had one called "Let's Get Small." Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby had one. I think himself that I would just listen to over and over and over again. And then as I got older, I in high school I was um, I worked at a warehouse mm-hmm. and I would have a Walkman. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, you know I remember are? that. Yeah, I definitely remember them. And I, I would just buy gang, cassette yeah. tapes like. Um, uh, who had Bebe's kids? Who who was that? Oh, that was Robin my Harris. Shit. Yeah, Robin Harris. Man. Robin Harris and uh, Andrew Dice Clay and some yep. of. And I would just listen to their tapes like over and over. Little and over Bo Peep. Yeah. Oh my God. Wasn't he such a? Wasn't he a genius? Well, and the problem is he's another one like Dane Cook and um, a couple other ones that he fucking just exploded. And then here come the backlash. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what was it? Little Miss Tuffet. Muffet or whatever And then the punchline was like What's in the bowl, bitch? bitch. So me and my brother oh. Just, oh, just constantly go around Saying what's in the bowl, bitch Oh yeah, that was a good tagline Back for a little while I was, little, little boy blue He needed the money Oh <laughs> Yeah, and he I remember listening to him And I think we talked I think we talked about that before But like any, uh, We had eight, My aunt would um, Go to work And then she would just hit record On HBO And she would record Whatever came on And then she was like, hey, come over and get our tapes. I just would get the stand-up specials and fucking watch them. And they were just like, they were just tremendous. And I was just like, how can people do that? Yeah. And just like, just be kind. And they all had fucking suits on, except when Clay, except for Andrew Dice Clay came out. And then and the Robin leather. Williams was the only other one that really didn't wear a suit. Like, like watching him, Billy Crystal, Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Billy Crystal slept on. Yep. Yeah, Billy Crystal. I, Stephen Wright was another one that I really yes. liked back in the day. He just had these one-liners that were just so mm-hmm. sharp and dry and just like, bam, one after another. You just couldn't even 
you're still thinking about the last joke, and he's on the next one. Just yeah, and that's why I love Mitch Hedberg so much. Yeah, he was really good. He was, was really he was good. like short lived too. I think. I mean, yeah. he yeah. really rose, and then yeah. I fuck with uh, I don't know if y'all been watching lately, but uh, so in the news, like the comedy news, Monique and uh, D.L. Hughley performed about, in, uh, about the contract. Not, yeah, about the contract, okay. and they performed at the uh, in uh, Detroit, Michigan, yesterday. And pretty much, man, uh, uh, fucking, I can't. Monique pretty much went the fuck off on DL. Yep. Oh wow, talking about like he in her contract. Over? Yeah, pretty much in the contract, she was supposed to be the headliner, like the last comedian. And like she was saying, like talking a lot of cat shit, <clears throat> like just going off on this motherfucking ass. And then like he was pretty much handling it professionally. Like he he ended up commenting back like on social media, like see this is what happens when you take a chance on a motherfucker. Oh wow, and they you know. So, with all that backlash going on, do you feel that, do you feel like, I don't know if you've watched or anything, but do you feel she has any right to act that way on stage? You know what I mean? Because ultimately, they all were there to mm-hmm. technically kind of see DL. But Monique, I mean, she's Grammy Award winning. Yeah. She's done a lot of shit. Like, more, she has more accolades than DL Hewley. Let's, well, let's hang on just a second. I, I got some of it. Let's, we'll play it. Baby, when I tell you my heart is goddamn racing, cause I'm so proud, I'm so honored to be standing in front of you real motherfuckers. Y'all don't even understand. I have traveled the motherfucking world. Oh, but when I come to Detroit, man. Yeah, she don't really talk about it here. Uh, she's just talking it. shit. Yeah, she just like really on stage just talking shit. She don't really like, she brings it up, but she doesn't like really go in or, like in depth about it. That's why I was asking like the question. So she was supposed to headline? She In the contract, she was pretty much supposed to headline. And DL was bitching a fit about, you know, he yeah. won the headline. Well, and then, well, if it was in her contract, I'd be pissed too. I'd probably bring it up. But, I mean, if the money's right, if she's still getting paid like a headliner, then yeah. what's the fucking point? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I mean, shit. If motherfuckers leave after you get on stage, then you you won. You know what I mean? You let yeah. your, your, your actions speak. Your performance speak for itself. I felt like she didn't have to go that route, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I mean, it is Monique. It's a black woman, predominant woman, who always puts her business but, on But black. didn't she get into it with other people, too? She's been getting into it with other people. That's why people ain't been booking her, because they feel like she's just so... She she's so boisterous and so she likes to like just put everything. That's I would book her behind behind closed doors on blast. <laughs> She'll never want to leave the people like you know. She's real. Yeah. She ain't one of these puppets. I mean, she said it. So here's, here's well, this is only a forty second clip. We'll see what the this is DL responding to her. I'm not getting shit slapped out of me because y'all can't take a fucking joke. <laughs> he slapped the shit on that man in national TV and he started crying. <laughs> Fuck, did you hurt your hand? And let me tell you something. If you don't want people telling jokes about you, stop telling your goddamn business. How about that? Shut the fuck up sometimes. I want to go on red table. Bitch, you better talk to this kitchen table. We ain't living this good because little Senate office is going shut the fuck up. Shit. It's been an interesting week for black people. A couple of months, man. Bill Cosby was released from prison. And as soon as he got out, he could see again. Uh, just. No. <laughs> But that was his shuttle shot, subtle shot of her telling her to shut the fuck up. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like I said, he handled it more on a professional level. I, I felt like, honestly, let's keep it G. She has more accolades than him. But I guess he tried to play like the man, the male dominant role. Like, oh, no, nah, I need to close this out. I'm kings of comedy. Da, 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 da. I like in there when she said, motherfucker, I closed out 
Queens of Comedy. You opened up Kings of Comedy. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, though, D.L. Healy proves Monique wrong with contract and proof that they both agreed to the terms. Uh, so and she, she was, probably made 30% less. Yeah, so she was capping. She was capping. Un- she probably unjustly. Was mad she, she's unjustly. probably mad that she made 30% less. But he booked the v- venue, though. You know what I mean? So it's like, bitch, I booked this motherfucking shit. I'm taking you with me. Like, what's the problem? But I don't know. Who knows? To this day, we don't know. I know my guy Josh Adams hosted that show, and he's like getting a lot of accolades from it because, on the simple fact that he was he remained professional, he didn't play any precate any sides or anything. He just was funny the whole time. So after that shit happened, he went on stage and just was like. All right, nigga. And it just got to, like, still was funny. He took all the attention off both of them and brought the show back to, like, a regular comedy show life. So big kudos to uh, Josh Adams, uh, Detroit, Michigan. It made it all the way up to USA Today. Like, it's it's, it's picked up everywhere. Yeah. Monique, I mean, that's why you don't really see her doing a lot of big shit no more. I've I've seen it. Like, she's, she's very boisterous, and she's very... She she wants to make a point, which and and sometimes it's good, but a lot of times, I mean, if it's about making big time money, you got to keep this shit under wraps. Shut the fuck up. So I, I can see where she's coming from in a way, but I can also see where he's coming from too on a business mind. Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the whole point. She said that nigga named DL. So y'all know what them motherfuckers stand for? Down low. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Ti uh, when he got? Booed in New Booed. York. <laughs> yeah, he had no great. business doing fucking the Barclays Center. Motherfucker, <laughs> Ti like he needed to work on going to some open mic mics. Well, he's been get going humbled. to open mics. Did you see the open mic he went to in Atlanta where the girl? Yeah, she like, went off her out yep. and all that shit, and she ended up like going in on him afterwards, talking about uh, uh he was like T- put in here where I called you a bitch and I give you a million dollars. She played it right back for him. And she played it right back. Like, where's my oh, money? Yeah, where's the fucking money at, yeah. motherfucker? Now I'm sure Ti broke her off some period. I know he did, but in a sense, but hey. Y'all jump into the game. Comedy's a hard art to fucking try to conquer, man. You can't just. Jump I seen into him running the light, and the guy went through the curtain and was like, "Hey, man, you oh, that's at get the comedy the stage. store. That's at the comedy store." He's like, "You know the light." He's like, "I don't know what that means. I've been, I'm a superstar." I'm like, okay, well, you gotta, you gotta start you over. Gotta get the fuck out, man. Yeah, he posted the contract right here. It basically says confirmed March 29th. Artist DL Hughley. Uh, producer, five times production, billing, hundred percent headline, which is him. That's him. It was his show. Uh, he, he, additional he provisions: artists to be the highest paid artist on the show. Artists have approval of lineup and running order of show. Lineup: DL Hughley closing. Monique, Ada Robinson, local radio hosts. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know how more clear you could be on on that, but I don't know. Like I said, is is but if if it's actually true. Unless the only way it may not be true, or something may happen, like you know what, you know, you know, hey, once you headline this one, once you do this one, yeah, you, you know, you do great work, verbal, a verbal thing, yeah. He but, had a little whiskey in, in him, and he was like, you know what, tomorrow, I'm gonna let you. I'm going headline. I'm gonna let you headline. <laughs> yeah, but it, but if she went out and did that, and yeah. then like it shows in the contract he's the headliner, then like you don't have a leg to stand on. Like there's some other issue that had to happen or whatever with that. So I don't know. He probably was talking shit, and it turned. It probably fucked her up, made her shitty. So that's the only. That's the only way I could see either that or other. Other. Well, uh, well. Also, what happens a lot of people is people start gassing someone up. Like, why aren't you headlining? 
Like I show, I heard the show was killer. You know, you killed everybody. You should be headlining. Then do your own fucking tour. Like book your own shit. It shows he booked the venue. They booked it with him being a headliner, not you. Mm-hmm. So book your own shit. I mean, because I mean, I went to comedy shows where the um, a feature or whatever has killed the headliner, mm-hmm. and then you know, and, and I didn't be like, hey man, you should headline the next show. Like that's not how it works. Like you. You do what you're, you do your part, your contract or whatever. Then you go out and do your own shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I, I just I don't know. It just it's just to me. But by but she also did something that now her name's relevant for the next tw- maybe one or two days. <laughs> right. You know that's why people other people go through and do that shit like that. Sometimes it's just to get recognition or whatever. But I can imagine being the audience, gassing just gassing people up or whatever. I don't know. People are fucking. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know the words to say. Like, they're petty. People are petty. That's the words I was gonna say. People are petty. People are on full of shit. I'm petty. I know that. The um, um, Terry, Terry. Two things is one. You used to bench like four hundred pounds. He used to yeah. be a fucking bodybuilder. I'm a fucking show me a picture. Back in the no, day. I know he day. was, but not everybody else knows. Yeah, he was. but it's been a while. And then I <laughs> then I kind of just decided uh, I would rather eat beer or drink beer and eat pizza. He said, drink pizza and eat beer. Yeah. Drink pizza and eat beer. <laughs> Maybe go to the gym like once a week if I'm filling up to it. Do you go to the gym at all now still? Yeah, I still go two or three times a week. But. How much can you still bench? I, d- I don't. Um, I had like rotator cuff surgery, and I I said uh, I'm just gonna shy away from. Gotcha. Doing it. Aren't they saying like bench is good but kind of bad for you it's too? It's the though? worst. Yeah, it's yeah. worse for your shoulders. Yeah, because I've had shoulder surgery working on the second one. Yep. Mm. So not that I work out or anything like that, but um, that's how when I would I had just I had shoulder surgery, and it's good I, for your titties though. I well I had gotten back in great shape or whatever. But you can do push ups and not. Mess yeah. up your shoulders. And then um, yeah. I was at the gym, and one of my buddies was there, and, and he's like, hey, it's max out day for me. Do you want to just do it with me? It's like, yeah, I didn't really have anything, you know, too much today. So we started maxing out, and then hadn't maxed out, I think, probably six, eight months or whatever. I wasn't really worried about it because I came off shoulder surgery, so everything was just lightweight, multiple, a lot of reps just to get back into it. Yeah, I put too much on there, got it up, and then my shoulder after surgery fucking popped. Ooh. I was like, yeah. Fuck it, done. and I don't think I've done bench since then. Yeah, I don't. I, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I've 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 talked to like orthopedic surgeons who were also bodybuilders and powerlifters, and they all said the same thing about bench press. It's not worth it. Like, you know, it's just an ego thing usually for people to like. Oh, I can do this number. It was three thirty though. I felt good. That's pretty dope. It was three thirty, and then my shoulder blew out again, and I was like, "Well, we're good. That's enough." I also, when I also got, after that, I went through a dark phase, and then I was like, all right, I was on the road, so I was like, I'm going to get back in shape again. Mm-hmm. And so I get on the treadmill every night on every, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I fucking broke my foot again just running on the treadmill. On the treadmill? Yeah. Because they, they had missed a break in my foot, and they just said it was just a sprain, and then come to find out, I, I, I go back like, oh, no, it was broke. We missed it, so. What the fuck? So, so that's where I was like, why don't you exercise? Like, first of all, I blew my shoulder out, and then I refucked up my foot. How about not? How I about refucked up my foot because <laughs> I was in um, Austin, Texas, and and we were uh, switching out oh, these um, 
gas station, but these gas stations had fresh food. They would make fucking tacos, burritos, whatever. So they were making me like a fajita salad like every day and making me something to take home healthy and something healthy for breakfast. So I was like eating three good meals a day, run two miles at night, feeling fucking great, right? Mm -hmm. And then fucking boom. I was like, can I get like six fucking tacos? It's the worst too. Like, you know, if you can eat healthy, like just two or three, but if you skip meals and you're busy with work, the first thing you do is like, oh, there's a Taco Bell or there's a... Uh, Burger King, let me get a couple of whoppers, you know. <laughs> well, and that's the worst. That's my comfort is food. I don't drink, but my mine is fucking food. That's my comfort. It's just like eat eat too much, and it's like, oh, I feel terrible. So I've been eating a way better now. Like, I, I don't have to pay for food on the road, so everything's per diem, right? So I can eat whatever I want. So I've just been eating, like, salads and shit. And then, like, the other people are like, what the fuck? I was like, I just, I got to eat healthy. Yeah, and it's not cheap to eat healthy. Like, it's, no. it's real cheap to get a burger at, at McDonald's, but not cheap to get a nice And speedway breast. points. Speedway points are bad. <laughs> Tornado's free. Just oh, use yeah. your point, pay with your points. No, Six that's, big I, gulps and seventh one's free. I think that's the I think that's what hurt a lot of people worse was gas station food. Because before you go to the gas station, they might have donuts. Or something. But now they're, like, making full-fledged Now they got pizzas and milkshakes. Breakfast and, burritos. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tornados. I, I love mm-hmm. gas station food, though. And that's that's my vice is gas station food because I'm known as the Speedway guy because uh, in Michigan they have the cafes. So you go and you can order your food, but they also have, like, the Angus burgers that are just God only knows what they really are, but they're so fucking good. It's beef. And then uh, and then they have, like, the breakfast burritos, and they have, like, the dinner burrito. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I need help. <laughs> but I don't have anybody around me on the road. Be like, oh, that's a that's you nobody know. keep you in check. Oh no, they're all all like, oh, we're gonna eat. And I'm like, it's ten o'clock at night. Like, okay, can we get some food? And I'm like, fuck. So we're always one trip was like fucking pizza after pizza after fucking hot wings. It's fucking terrible. Everybody's like, must must be nice to have money to eat. You know, like eat out every day. I'm like, dude, it's fucking brutal. Ever since I've been home, I haven't ate out. I ate out one time, and it was uh, I've been just been making food in there since I've been off the road. Hmm. Trying to. The um, Terry, do you have any shows coming up? Um, I do. I got chicken and chuckles next Thursday. I said yep. a show, chicken not a show. shit show. <laughs> Tuesday, hey, man, fuck you, because <laughs> your ass gonna be there too. So you're tomorrow night, shit. Tuesday night. Yep. Uh, I don't know. This will be out tomorrow. This will be not. out tomorrow. Can so. can. Can Can, yeah. Uh, can Can Theater on, what is that? Mass Ave? 10th Street? I don't know. Tenth over Street. by. What is that one? Over by Tech High School. It's, a, it's a theater. Uh, Mike G runs a, sh- a show. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one that called you who? Oh, he called me Joey Fatone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he said it because his last name spelled Fat One. That's right. <laughs> I was really upset by that. <laughs> yeah, you keep nice. laughing with a tank top that looks like it's about to explode. Hey, motherfucker, <laughs> this tank top fits marvelous. Joey Fat One. Joey Fatone. Yep. Yeah. I told I told my... I don't see that. I told no. my wife she fucking about pissed herself. I don't know. <laughs> was she cracking up? Oh, she was... Fu- because I keep calling her <laughs> Conor McGregor. Oh, shit. Will you stop talking about your wife like that with her hair? We've been together so long. She got matter. the Conor McGregor well, hair. Yeah, she now? shaves around the side of her head, and then she, and then when she works at FedEx, and I shall have it in a ponytail or whatever. And she then, had the Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but she was pissing herself, and my my youngest Colin's like, "Who the fuck is Joey Fatone?" He didn't say it like that. 
No, he was. Like, it was one of those moments I wanted. You know, every now and then I'll... Uh, every was, now and then he yeah. gets a pass when, it, when it's funny, when it's, yeah. for, when it's for a bit. Because when my, when my wife is laughing, like, it's annoying laugh where you want to punch her, like, because she can't breathe. It's like, it's like, oh, is that what an orgasm looks like? Because that's pretty close. You can't breathe. And then Colin pulls out his phone and is like, Joey Fatone. Did he call you this because it spells fat one? <laughs> and then I go through and I'm like, motherfucker, your grades are like B's and C's, but you're doing acronyms with this motherfucker's name? It's like, fuck Funny. you. Good, man. Uh, Shout out to Colin, man. Good burn. Yes, Colin, Colin is, uh, um, he's the least, um, how do I say it? Uh, he's not uptight. My oldest is kind of high strung. The other that's, one that's is, my dog. the other one didn't even walk for graduation because the anxiety is like I'm not doing. It. I was like, "Fuck it, you graduating? Yep. That's that's all that matters." You said, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> yeah. I got a, I got a show Love. at the end of June with uh, Don Mason. Okay, out in well, Franklin. Well, I think. He's like 12 years old, but that name every time you say Don Mason, I keep thinking of Dave Mason. No, I, no, no, I keep Perry Mason. Perry Mason. Okay, gotcha. I keep thinking like, well, man, you guys, Don Mason's like an 80 year old man's name. Don Mason, his mic on that mic. I did. I headline that mic. It's pretty cool. How did the show go Friday? I was going. I, that's one I wanted to go to, but the graduation. The Friday. Oh yeah, Miami Gardens. That was pretty decent. It wasn't a, a big crowd, but it was pretty. But decent. it looked like a nice. nice it looked spot, like a nice place. Though. Yeah, it's a nice that spot though. Yeah, it looked like, like it was the, bright and the guys that ran or when we was doing um, uh, funny Mondays. That's where we was in, were supposed to move to, but they. We're taking forever to get that together, but I see why it's fucking beautiful in there. They got it's colorful. Like if you do like shrooms and go in there, you're gonna think you're in fucking Donkey Kong. I swear right. to God. Like so because what I wanna do is I wanna do like, <laughs> that's the only thing I'll be missing. Like <laughs> I wanna do a fresh and clean presents a comedy night somewhere. Yeah. By September. It's my goal of September. It's my birthday. We should do it because at thirteen thirteen. <laughs> He's like motherfucker. Still that gutties. I'm just pissing them off a little more. And more. Well, because I'm thinking the white people won't go to thirteen thirteen. The, the black people do go to gutties, but yeah. the perform I don't know if they go to, to like actual watch. Oh, they watch. So we gotta find some place in between. Well, we have well, maybe Southport. <laughs> Southport. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. I, I, so I'm putting together a show on the 18th nice. with uh, Adrian Gomez. Um, at Fountain Square Brewery, another one. Yeah, so we yeah. did a, a fundraiser for the American Lung Association last month there, and it was we filled it out. Nice. So the owner has said, uh, "Hey, uh, you guys can use this spot." So we're gonna try you to start got, doing. Already like got a, it booked. Yeah, we got it booked up. Gotcha. You already uh, got the lineup. Uh, we got the line. Like Adrian set the lineup. I don't know who all's on it, so I can't say off the top of my head. I know I'm in it. That's all I know. So Listen, I'm, I'm in that motherfucker. <laughs> I just, yeah, I want to do a fresh and clean presents comedy night, like right before school and football and everything else starts or whatever. We should definitely do that, like in August or like beginning of August, yeah. end of January, July. Yeah, I, I just think it'd be fun. I mean, we we know a bunch of funny people. Yeah, we got to be funny though. <laughs> no, nah, we because because what starring I'll, Jimmy Medina. So so what I'm gonna do. <laughs> What I'm going to do is I will help organize it, make sure it starts on time, God, and handle all that stuff. <laughs> I will handle well, communication. What you'll do is you'll put 7 o'clock on the flyer. Right. Everybody get, we yeah. know the show starts really at 8. You're going to see a bunch of... It's, it, it's going to say 7 o'clock, and you're just going to see my face going. 
<laughs> winky face. Winky face. Hashtag Nate time. That's why I call CP. it Nate time. CP. No, because I have I have a show that I do with three black people on Sunday, always on time. Because so you you're stereotyping black people, and I don't appreciate yeah. that. Not appreciate what, what the fuck? <laughs> I ain't gonna get mad about what my people do. What the fuck? You don't give a fuck. <laughs> they also pay me too, so that's why exactly they're motherfucking shit. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they paying. I have a late fee if they don't show up. <laughs> you exactly. don't show up on time, it's an extra thirty bucks. Now you gonna be in there one day and somebody gonna beat the door. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, motherfucker, where the fuck my money at? And you gonna be like, oh shit. <laughs> no, I think it's just, I've always we were we were a part of one in Newcastle. And it was, it was terrible. Uh, the audience, the front half of the audience was there for comedy. The back half were just fucking answering their phone and Normally talking on their phone. <laughs> I mean, there's probably about 75, 80 people there. Um, but it was just fucking, just fucking Newcastle white And you got to compete with all the conversations in the back. I well, I actually, that. because it was uh, some of the guys that I I had did a lot of podcasts with, they like I produced their shows, so... I remember Steph and I went, and I think Mondo went, and I remember telling some guy, like, hey, get the fuck off your phone or go out the, out there. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yep. And it was just, um, it just the acoustics were weird. Like, you couldn't hear in the back a little bit. Um, it was just like a fill of smoke as a vape, and I'm just like, is there no fucking rules in, in this place? <laughs> no rules. No rules. No rules comedy. I would have been like, get the fuck out. I, I think that's the problem is I've been like, go get him. He's out. I, I think I, that's why yeah. I'm petty. And so. I think it's tough because, you know, if it's at a club, it's different. Because a club, they say, silence your phones, go outside and take take a call. Like, it's different. In a bar, it's a comedy night. Well, the bar just wants to make money. They don't want to kick people out. So it's a totally different Well, you different know what thing. followed the comedy show at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock? A fucking band. Oh, Heavy metal band. Right. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> it's like, so how do you feel about the weather in Newcastle? Afterwards, it's like, and it's like people just uh, rock like, out. Yeah. Rock out. I don't and Devon Shoemaker and his all white crowd is up there just using the N word. I'm dying <laughs> laughing. Yeah. But Devin, De- Devon is great in a, a crowd like that, you know? He did, yeah. Because he listens to, I think he probably listens to half of that music. Yeah, I know he listens to hip hop too, but I would imagine he's. Probably a rocker. And then uh, I think there was him and then uh, Justin Kelly, Juice Justin Kelly hosted it, did a great job because um, I wrote a couple jokes for him and it went really well. And I was like, no, I wrote that. And I was yes. just like, and, uh, but there was somebody that was from that town and I'm not going to mention his name because he's a great guy. <laughs> just fucking was watching him die and just die. And I felt awful because he's such a good dude. Um, it happens. Calvin was there too from uh, Muncie. Calvin Turner. Yeah, Calvin. Calvin did great. Like Devon did great. He's a did great. And then, um, but the guy, like the headliner, was about him and his kind of his hometown or whatever, the home bar or whatever. He just fucking just was, just made me sad. Because I mean, it's bad watching one of your buddies go. Oh, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> and you're just like, and afterwards, like, how did that go? And you're like, hey, that didn't go well. I think every comedian needs to go through that though at least once oh i went through i was i bombed and really bad once and i just sat there and was just like oh this is eating a dick (laughs) all right and i I just remember realizing like this does not taste good Uh, and i was like this is terrible and i was like all right that's my time just walked us just like i'm good 
Hey man, that set was true. Two days later, I went back up and then everything was fine. But it goes to show you if you're not because it was an open mic and I just wasn't prepared because I wasn't there to to do an open mic. I was there to book shows people for the podcast, and uh, just it was fucking terrible. Hey man, that show was trash. Charles Barkley said it's t- it's terrible, terrible. Terrible. I was a Cub Scout, so one of our thing was like, "Be prepared." That was our motto. Tur- be, <laughs> be prepared. Be, be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> the little songs and shit. I was an altar boy. Our motto was, "Don't go in the back with <laughs> right. Father Tim." Yeah. Oh my God! I'd probably get touched. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you heard as a child. <laughs> yeah, like, no. You no, got to get some no, of that archdiocese no. money, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just start playing on the organ. Another one by Hey, y'all. This has been a, definitely a good episode. This has like been a, one of those lax, cool episodes. Like, Terry, your voice is so, like, white. weed smokish. So white. Yeah, it's like I'm ready to light up and. Melodic. Yeah. He feels like the one that would read, like, He'd read instructions. Now open the package. Yeah. Turn like, to page I, one. I want him to read my book. <laughs> Terry will be like, so anyways, I'm going to take a shot real quick. So anyways, on to page three. I, I, I want Terry to be my lawyer and get pulled over. And, and I know I would fumble because I get nervous around cops. <laughs> I still do, even though I don't do nothing wrong. But like, all right, here, Terry, talk to them. <laughs> What can I do for you, officer? Ah, I just sense the whiteness in his voice. There you go. Just don't turn right on red on Washington. I've been working on this for a while, so. <laughs> I like cool. the I like the deep voice. I enjoy mine. Deep voice. Nate, 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 what do, you, do you like your voice when you first heard it on podcast? I fucking couldn't Mm-mm, stand it. I can't. I hate it. My I shit s- sound trash. I sound like I was going through <laughs> puberty. Like, hey, hey guys, welcome to the show. Yeah, I sound trash. I sound like a Hoosier. I know that. Okay. <laughs> I got the nasal. I, I know I sound like a. I you sound, sound like black you sound like you sound like a neighbor. A neighbor, you know, just like one of those guys. Uh, hey, Oakley, Oakley. Hey man, can I? Flanders. Uh, <laughs> you got any string for your weed eater? <laughs> yep. Hang on one second, pal. Hey, I'll be right there, <laughs> bud. <I> gotcha. <laughs> All right, bud. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. You bet. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't name one of my neighbors. I can't name their names, and people think I'm. I, that's it's not. That's old hippie dude. I got a name. No, you for like four years. That's domestic name. violence next door. Oh shit! Because <laughs> she tried to whoop his ass, not him. Oh, uh, uh, we got to watch that one. And then day. we got watch a Mayweather fight. <laughs> I don't even know. They got those the ones that park in our front of our house across the street, and then there's a white dog that always they have they put in the backyard. Oh, that jump, dog races. jumps over their fence. No, that dog race. And then it just it just starts. Yeah, it actually is. <laughs> he sniffed nigga meat. <laughs> That's how I train Ruby. <laughs> All right, see. All right, y'all. It's been today's episode. Well, brought thinks, to you by. He thinks my dog's racist. He won't even pet Ruby. <laughs> no, I, I, you, I love Ruby. Every time Ruby come by, I'd be like, Pit Boo. Hey, Pit Boo. Pit, Ruby, the only person in this house I trust. Who was it then? <laughs> <laughs> the only person in the house you trust is yeah. the dog. <laughs> Nate's been here I so. She's had a hard time. Nate's hard been here life. so long. I still haven't told him where the bathroom is because I don't want him <laughs> to run my house. Just for that, I'm using the bathroom now. So y'all going to end this episode on that shit. No, it's good <laughs> to see you, Nate. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, good to be back, man. Terry, like I said, is fucking. We just keep having episodes with some. The some Holy people. Ghost of Comedy. <laughs> Thank just having Thanks. fun. I mean, me and Terry carried the show. That's fine. 
You know, we, we didn't need <laughs> I'm a glad lot. to sit back. I was over here like trying to get right. <laughs> Take it easy. I, I could look. tell because like he, I was like, why is he sweating? Like I turned I'm the air down. Like I know it's kind of warm, but I was like, I turned the air down and everything like that. And I was like, why is he over here sweating? I sweat kind of hard for a second. I'm over here like, I feel like I just got out of the game. I'm sitting on the bench like, shit, I ain't going in, coach. <laughs> <laughs> coach, I need a, coach, I need a. Don't you need a blunt? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but let me find it. Uh, Terry, give me a 90s song that we haven't talked about, Gangster Rap, that you want us to play out to. Oh, what? I don't know if this is Gangster Rap, but how about some Cypress Hill? Um, Ooh. I like Cypress Hill. Oh, wee wee. I do, I do like some uh, Run the Jewels. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. La, because la, la. the reason I found it was because it's from Gangstar DeWick. Just. Yeah. That's probably my jam right now. Just. Which one, do you, which one do you want to go out to on Cypress Hill? Uh, how about some Dr. Green Thumb? There it is. I caught you. Nate, do you, uh, do you got any ads or anything? Ads, any shows or anything coming up besides Thursday Chicken and Chuckles? Chicken and Chuckles every Thursday. We got uh, Mike Shaw headlining, uh, featuring this week, and then next week we got my man Terry Shepard. He's gonna Woo. be headlining the following week. What it do? Yeah, what it do? What it do? Don't forget, uh, don't forget your free mail. I can't oh yeah, forget that. don't forget your free mail. Don't forget that shit. Uh, also, uh, I'm hosting. I'm doing an Aisha show coming up. Or SummerSlam. I think it's called SummerSlam or something. And then I got uh, Nate uh, Nate Russ. He's got a going away show. I'm hosting his show. I'm headlining Tana B's show coming up. That's like July. And I also got some bookings in between here, like some like private gigs. And then I got a couple of clubs, too. So, yeah, man. I got a couple busy. private rallies to go to. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, man. That's been my. That's, that's the last episode of me, y'all. So, hey. Fuck all y'all. Please God, don't let me see no cops. Truck load ready to hit the highway. Don't let the eye in the sky fly my way. Oh, we're gonna have big trouble, that's no Can't be going without no permit, but that I study the 215 strip. That way when they come, they can suck. We can't go without attention. Those are all my name is Dr. Green Oh, come on oh. back.